Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. The rap music plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. Storytelling is one of the elements of hip-hop that I think is so special because the genre lends itself to very nuanced and detailed illustrations of different events or memories because the genre features the most words. And it's also one of the things I tend to always harp on or encourage rappers to do more of because I find some of the best lyricists sometimes stay to strictly battle rap stuff or their bread and butter subject matter content, whatever it may be. But storytelling is really the way I feel where you could talk about the same things, but you could just make different songs that are genuinely unique and reward replay value because you can just set the context in whatever way you like it and slice the different subject matter in whatever way you like it as well. And this is something that your old Droog tries to do on time. Your old Droog, Brooklyn MC, one of the best, most talented rappers in the game by far, is a rapper that has been on an absolute hot streak since just about 2019. It started with It Wasn't Even Close, executive produced by Makami, and really has spanned all the way until the Yad Fahim dropped with the God Fahim earlier this year. Throughout this run, he has dropped some great projects, but none better than Dump Yod Crew Toy Edition, which was in my top three of last year, and still to this day features some of the best rapping I've heard on a rap album. Just some absolute alien level stuff. Since then, 2021, he's been just as prolific. He dropped a, albeit actually, kind of disappointing project with the god fahim wolf of wall street that i didn't really like but it was short and it was also followed up very shortly after by the yod fahim which i did think was a solid record so going into this album i was still excited that Droog would would pick up where he left off and, and and elevate even further on a true solo record this latest album from Droog follows this loose theme of time, which is carried very consistently throughout the album's lyricism, whether directly or indirectly. Even if the lyrical content is not related to the idea of time specifically, Droog often overlays some time-related lyrical motifs or references that makes the album certainly feel very focused and cohesive. The level of focus found on time is greatly aided by Droog's penchant to tell stories on this album. Droog has always been a great storyteller, but on time, he really leans on this trait of his more than ever before. Time features countless moments where Droog recounts past memories, his come-up, his childhood, 
different kind of events or experiences occurring in his city, but also some fictional fantasy that goes over very well. An example of this is the Magic Watch, which kicks off this storytelling with an immersive story of a magic watch that allows people to travel back in time. It's a strange song, but exemplifies a specific trait of Droog's that I don't think I fully realized until now. Droog really knows what details to include or not include in a song in order to make what he's saying very clear and articulate. He really knows how to tell you what you need in order to feel like you're there. The next track on this album, Please Listen to My Jew Tape, is another compelling story where Droog is now back in more reality terms where he details different moments in his career early on how he got in contact for potential deals with some big industry names like Pete Rosenberg and No ID before ultimately staying independent, linking up with Fahim and Makami and seeing his career take off from there, especially from 2019 onward. It not only added some new information to how Drew came up that I wasn't aware of, but it was inspiring to see someone stay true to their vision and reaping the reward for that. So I really liked that track. These two tracks are examples of storytelling tracks that were not only vivid, but featured lyrical content that I was actually invested in, I was actually interested in. This unfortunately was not the case throughout the majority of this album. Whether it be songs that were just kind of dumb, like So Sick, that was a romantic sex jam that didn't come off well, which showed a step back from the genuinely compelling song of this nature, romance song from the Yad Fahim that I actually did like titled WNBA. And Time also featured some songs that have detailed storytelling, just as I mentioned earlier, that is impressive in its own right, but had highlighted experiences or stories from Droog that I'm just not particularly enthralled by. The Other Way is a perfectly fine track about doing things his own unique way, but with no commentary that is all that interesting that makes you want to go back to it. Madison Ave is another decent track about New York and how people are always in a rush and just generally how tough it is to live there and some of the eccentricities about it. Again, with no remarks that perk my interest in any significant way that makes you want to go back to these tracks. On time, Drew shows he can paint a lyrical picture very well. But the pictures he often paints here on this album I find to be kind of dull, in my humble opinion. What Droog is talking about here is a far cry to how he explored his relationship with his Jewish and Ukrainian identity on Jewelry and Dumpyard. Those albums saw him get personal, something he does here as well, but in a way more captivating way that struck me in an emotional manner. But I'd also say that the bars on this album are not on the same level at all as they were on the Yad Fahim, Jewelry, and especially Dump Yard, which ended up being one of my favorite albums of 2020 and one of the best, most crazy rapping performances I've heard in such a long time. All of these gripes I'm mentioning now aren't even really addressing the elephant in the room with this album, at least in the room where I personally am listening to it, 
because people generally seem to be loving time. The elephant in the room for me is the production, which generally lacks an it factor. The beats here are often very smooth and noticeably less grimy than what was seen on his previous albums, not including transportation, which leads me to think that there was a conscious effort to focus the listener's attention on Droog's lyricism, which makes sense by removing any cacophonous and distracting musical elements in these instrumentals, which was often found on Jewelry and Dump Yacht in particular, Dropout Boogie is the only real instance on time where it strays. But the fact of the matter is that these beats rarely leave an impression on me, which is a shame because Droog usually selects great beats to rap over. There's just no personality in these beats that make them feel unique or impactful at all. Madison Ave, Lost Time, The Other Way, for example, are all quite boring to me as instrumentals. And for the beats I'm not mentioning here, save for probably Please Listen to My Jew Tape, The Magic Watch, Field of Dreams, and One Move, none of the other beats impress whatsoever. The listless nature of many of these beats compounded with the less than always interesting lyrical content from Droog, makes time an album that sees Droog unfortunately come back down to earth after an impressive hot streak spanning all the way back to 2019. The last notable aspect of this album is that Droog did continue his hot streak of acquiring big name features. And for the most part, they do pretty well, but I wouldn't say they blew me away by any any stretch of the imagination. Elzai though killed his feature like he always does. The good thing though about the features is that they tended to maybe influence the production choices which led to more energetic beats and some of the best beats being chosen for these tracks and served as a nice change of pace to the kind of monotony that was occurring with the album's production otherwise. And I would also say that it was nice to see Mick Jenkins on this album Definitely not someone I expected, but definitely reminded me and everybody else that he needs to drop his damn album right now because he is so talented. So as this record time was released amidst Drew going hard on Twitter, acting like a classic hip-hop Twitter account, comparing albums and asking people to tap in or saying he's going to tap into records, it was funny. And it was also genius for engagement from a marketing perspective. I'm hoping all of that is evidence to say that time was just dropped to hold over fans and maybe capitalize on some heightened attention until his more meaty and supposedly more personal Dump Yard 1 drops very soon, whether it be later this year or earlier next year. I was disappointed by this record, which sucks because other than Wolf and Wall Street, he's been batting at a very high percentage ever since 2019. So I hope and have full confidence that he'll bounce back with a more impactful record in the future. But for now, your old Droog time, I give it a high 6 on 10. So this concludes today's episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLCTV. I hope this episode gave you some fresh new perspectives on the latest rap releases, as well as a recommendation for the next great rap record to add to your collection. If you're an artist looking to level up your career, 
getting more gigs, album sales, merch sales, whatever it may be. I would love to help you with that by providing you artist development and writing services. So if you're interested, contact me via email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com or hit me up via Twitter or Instagram at Rovview, R-O-H-V-I-E-W. I would be honored to lend my expertise and help you grow your career as an artist. And also for regular rap fans that just want to hear more quality commentary on the genre, follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. For exclusive content and updates related to the show, follow the Rap Music Plug podcast on Facebook to help the show grow and ensure that everyone's listening to the best rap music at all times. Follow the show on the podcast platform of your choice. Make sure you leave a review and rating on Apple Podcasts so that the show can be spotlighted by that wonderful algorithm and be exposed to more people. You can find all of this information along with exclusive playlists created by myself by clicking the link that's in the episode's notes. So that's all for today. Talk to you soon. Peace.